Well, hey. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you I hear am, me? I am not on professional equipment today. <laughs> Using the old typewriter and Wi-Fi box, eh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> on a very special Momlennial podcast, which is recording at a different time than it usually would. Because of you. <laughs> How are you feeling? Oh, praise the Lord. So much better. So Did much they give better. you something? Oh, the best. The best stuff. So earlier this week, I caught a little stomach something something. Spare you the detail. And <laughs> we already did that one episode about the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see a theme in my life? I didn't choose it. They gave me this anti-nausea medication because for those that don't know, like if I wink or blink oddly, I'm going to the emergency room. <laughs> You are an ER guy. I'm going to the ur- urgent care. <laughs> High five on all the doctors because I know them so well. And I forget what it's called. It's some kind of like, I can't pronounce it medication, but it helped the nausea right away. And do you think it was all in your head? <laughs> For sure. It was all in my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> there ain't nothing going on in the head for the past few days. <laughs> woo woo. Man. Are you going to be fine for your, you have an upcoming event this weekend, right? I do. Oh my word. Literally when this releases in a few hours, we're kicking off a high school retreat with a couple other churches in the area. So there's like never a good time to get sick. Right. But there's right. especially not good times where you're like, all right, Lord, you called us to this. So you're going to have to make this work because <laughs> I can't go in this condition. Yeah. The Lord and I were talking Monday night a lot. Were you, were you and the Lord talking? Well, he was listening. I was just <laughs> so, um, barking. Speaking about talking to the Lord, I'm glad you're feeling better. Thank you. Um, Dave had the best analogy at church about prayer that I've been thinking about a lot, and he got it from someone else. So he didn't he didn't make it up. But and I, don't, I so I don't have the reference. I don't know who originally said it, but um, he said, you know, when you go to a coffee shop and you're going to meet a friend for coffee, and you go up to the barista. And you say, I would like a grande macchiato (laughs) coffee to go or whatever, you know, (laughs) and then you sit down at a table and then you meet your friend and then you talk for hours with your friend and you talk about what's going on in your life and how things are going and how are you? How are you? And he said, is your prayer life more like your interaction with the barista where you just show up and you tell them what you want? And then you're done. Or is it the conversation with the friend? Oh, my gosh. That's brilliant. I know. Isn't that good? 
That's an amazing reference. Uh, yes. You can borrow it in your youth group talk. <laughs> there we go. A well-known local pastor once said. <laughs> <laughs> a friend of all. <laughs> a friend of all. Pastor Dave is a friend of all. That's that's an he awesome. Has a, he, has a, he has a lot of coffee dates. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Only he cannot get in trouble for that. <laughs> right. True. It's all true. about the Lord. It's all about the oh Lord. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that good, though? Because I was thinking that, to be honest with you, lately, my interactions with God, because you were like, oh, I was talking to the Lord about it. And mine are like, okay, here's what I need. Here's here's what I, I want. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> Thanks for paying the tab for coffee. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, no, I 100% feel that because Monday night, literally, like I read about these people in the Bible and these saints from the past, and they're like praising God in prison and shackles. And Monday night, I was just barking up a storm. <laughs> not in the way you're thinking. I mean, like complaining. I was not having it. And I'm like, I... I don't know how these people did it where they praised him. I mean, God's good regardless. He's always worthy of praise. But when you're like really going through it, like yeah. really going through it, especially yeah. with pain, I'm like, how do people like just praise and say you're so good? Because he is, but I was doing the opposite of praise. I was <laughs> I was brazen, not praising. It's not normally our first response, is it? No. Oh, gosh, no. No, it's not at all. And yet he's still so good even through the sufferings we're going through and right. provides everything we need and yeah. is so patient with us. Right. My word. Right. <laughs> so don't treat him like a barista people. <laughs> That's right. If he, if he calls you by the wrong name, you just work with it. You go with so it. So I, you know, we've been talking about me going to the sauna, right? Yes. So I go to the sauna this week and I, there's, there's room enough in the sauna for three butts. I only ever like nobody wants to come. Nobody wants to come to the sauna with me. I've invited Ellie, my daughter. I've invited my husband, you know, come sit in the sauna with me because for $15, you can have a friend. Maybe we should do the podcast. Oh, <laughs> Everybody says the same thing. Are you wearing clothes? <laughs> like, right. Well, no, not when I'm in there by myself. But if I took a meeting in the sauna, I'd wear clothes. <laughs> anyway, anyway. So I'm in the sauna by myself and I was pretending that Jesus was sitting his butt on oh, the other the seat and I was talking to him. But the funny thing about the sauna is it's um an infrared that has these different lights and apparently the different <laughs> colors do different things to your body. So there's a blue light and a red light and a green and a yellow and it like, it's like a dance you know, heightens. I don't know what it, I don't know what it does. If it really does anything, but anyway, so I always set the lights to change really fast. <laughs> so it kind of looked like Jesus was at a disco. <laughs> <laughs> but I was talking to him. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> was he like, pray and hustle. Dun, 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 dun. Or it's like when the blue light would come down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's him descending into the sauna. Yeah. yeah. He didn't talk back, which was kind of a bummer, but I mean, and then I started profusely sweating and I'm like, Jesus, you don't need, you don't need to see me like this. That's the best part of Jesus though. He's like, I'll hang out with you in any condition of any place of any (laughs) moment. Take it all. Take it all. He doesn't care about your sweat. I got a heat rash that won't go away. (laughs) (laughs) I know. How long? You said 15 minutes you're in that, right? Oh gosh, no, I'm I'm an hour. 
now I'm <laughs> on the hottest setting that it will allow. You're doing, <laughs> you're doing as a Catholic, you're doing a Catholic mass in there going a whole hour. Oh, wow. yeah, Cause it's the best. It's quite, it's my quiet time. It's mom's quiet time. Oh. Nobody bothers me. I leave my phone, my watch, because I actually brought my, I, I had to do some work one day that I was in there. So I brought in my phone, which lasted about 15 minutes. And then the phone overheated. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> when the phone's sweating, you know, it's bad. It was like 160 degrees in there. Oh and gosh. the phone was like, That's, this is a no for me, please. <laughs> but I decided, you know, I, did my, I decided that I was going to do something called habit stacking. Oh, I tell me all this. I've never heard this phrase before, but I I, I want to hear more about it. Surprise me, my millennial friends who can only do one thing at a time. <laughs> that's right. I'm in the sauna. I'm staring at the wall. <laughs> Unless you're talking to Jesus. <laughs> that's right. And he's dabbing me with his sweat rag. <laughs> <laughs> Always providing. It was a whole new kind of baptism, I'll tell you what. But um, <laughs> um, habit stacking is when you stack one habit at the same time with another habit. So you're basically being, um, you know, making double the impact. Interesting. Okay. Oh, I got you. So knocking out two birds with one sweaty stone is what I'm hearing. So let's say I want to learn about investing and there's a podcast about investing. So I am listening to the podcast while working out. I am stacking a, I'm stacking two habits together. I'm learning and I'm working out. How does that work? Because I've tried to listen to talky things while working out, and I just feel like sitting down <laughs> and not. I don't doing have anything. it stack when I I watch HGTV when I work out. Okay, that's <laughs> that's my habit stack. <laughs> I, I was just making an example for people who want to get further ahead in life than me. And I know nothing about investing <laughs> at all. <laughs> at all. But you're burning calories though. So who cares, right? Exactly. Exactly. You're winning the day. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, so when I brought my phone in, the habit stack I was going to try to do was I'm going to try to learn how to do chat GP. No, 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 not chat GPT. We talked about that last week. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna learn how to be a UGC creator on TikTok. You uh, all right? Let me try uh, something. You gonna create? Is that what that stands for? Yes. <gasps> User generated content. Oh, I was kind of right. So it's basically voiceovers for TikToks. Oh, okay. And you create your own video, your own product videos and stuff. So, so anyway, this is my new project I'm working on with my daughter. Do you remember how last week I told you how freaked out I was about AI and chat GBT and how that one company wanted to collect my voice? Oh, yeah. The robots are coming for you. That's right. They totally are because get, get this. Do one this come to your house? This is going to blow your mind. Oh, no. Am I going to have to sell all digital things I have? No. Listen to this. So <laughs> – um, Ellie's helping me with my UGC profile and we're going to, we're going to do, we're going to do this kind of project together kind of thing. Oh, that's fun. I know we're going into business together. <laughs> so she, I'm going to put on my computer. Let's see it better. I am blind as a bat. <laughs> you have glasses on right now though. I, you know, I need bigger ones. Okay. <laughs> so she, get this, get this. She <laughs> okay. tells chat GPT. To write me a professional sounding description of a UGC content creator who has a background in radio. What? Yeah. Get, okay. This is going to freak you the freak out. <laughs> I'm already freaked this out. Is what it, this is what it said, Adam. Now, she didn't tell it 
that I have 25 years of experience. She didn't tell it that every day I edit audio. She didn't tell it that I have numerous brand deals across numerous platforms. None of that, right? Right. That's all she said. Write me a professional sounding description of a UGC content creator who has a background in radio. And this is what it wrote. Um, A UGC content creator with a background in radio is a highly skilled professional who leverages their expertise in audio production and on-air experience to craft compelling and engaging content for a variety of platforms. With a keen ear for storytelling and the ability to effectively communicate ideas and messages, this individual is well-equipped to produce dynamic, attention-grabbing content that resonates with audiences. Their background in radio, including experience in producing, hosting, and editing audio content, provides them with the technical knowledge and creative instincts to develop unique and impactful UGC that captures the attention and imagination of audiences. Red flag, red flag. (laughs) I wave my red flag. Oh, no. Oh, they know you. What? (laughs) How do you know that? Yeah, they're watching you. They're in your house right now. They're in. I think they are implanted in my brain. (laughs) They didn't even need to pay me the eighteen dollars. Yeah, they the audio collection. Now they stole your job and your identity, and everything in between. That's freaky. How in the world? Unless it's like their generic radio expert spiel. I know, but like, what the heck? How good is that? So then, what you do, and what Eliana did, is she you take that and then you rewrite it a little bit. But I was listening to a podcast today about getting jobs in AI and stuff. And they were like, oh yeah, use chat GPT and then tweak it. It'll get you 90% of the way there, which it, which it did. What? I know. Oh my gosh. I know. This is, <laughs> I know. I'm going to get a call from Pastor Dave one day. CeCe's gone. The podcast is done. They've taken her for her expertise. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can just have the podcast with the bot. That is me. <laughs> I don't I don't think I like this. I don't think I like all this technology. It's too much. It's too much. I know. It's too we much. And then, about it. we freaked out about it last week. Now we're using it this week. Look at what's changed in a week. <laughs> that's right. Look what we've learned. Zipola. You know what's crazy about this? As soon you we don't even know phone numbers of people anymore. We right. don't have to creatively think about anything. We just tell a robot where to bring us halfway across the country and we get there most of the time. What are we going to do? We're not going to know how to do things for ourselves soon. There's going to be like a sandwich making robot soon because we won't even need to know that. Totally. <laughs> how do I get one of those? <laughs> I want a robot that folds laundry. Oh, I can put it in the washing children. machine <laughs> and most of the time I can get it to the dryer. What I cannot do or have no desire to do is get it from the dryer, fold it up and put away. Which is funny because I feel like that's not the most difficult part of laundry. I feel like it's like all the sorting and the pre-stuff. and then. Now, are you a laundry sorter? Because I heard most millennials just don't sort laundry anymore. Really? Oh, I'm a live or die laundry sorter. Particularly because I've lost a lot of white t-shirts that way if I didn't. But yes. Oh, I sort all the time. I I even do towels as its own load. That's three loads. Do you know Gen Z? So Gen Z is Ellie's age. They don't sort their laundry. They don't. This is why they don't. They don't sort their laundry. They put it all together. They smush it all together. It drives me crazy. And they um only they don't use a top sheet. What? Wait, it's a top sheet, a dryer sheet. 
<laughs> That'd be a really cold <laughs> night in bed. Oh, it's up shut. Do we need to start a GoFundMe? Oh my gosh. To buy you new bedding since you gave your other ones away. No, the top sheet on the bed. Oh, all right. I've okay. Yeah, I'm I totally confused that was something laundry related. I thought that was some kind of laundry lingo that millennials don't know about. But yeah, a top sheet, which I still don't have. I what's the point? I got a mattress. I have a sheet. Actually, I got two. There's a sheet you lay on. The one that if you roll the fitted sheet. Allegedly. Fitted. There should be a fitted sheet, top sheet, light blanket, heavier blanket, bedspread. Oh god. <laughs> That's right. We're not we making we're not making tiramisu over here with all those layers. <laughs> My word. <laughs> no. You, you're sleeping in a sleeping bag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sleeping on the floor and I have one mattress. No, I that's a lot going on. So I have the fitted sheet. I have, well, I guess it's a top sheet because it's the one that you go under. Yeah, the top sheet. Okay, then I do have a top sheet. Wonderful. I that's thought you were the one about that, that. That's the one that touches your body that gets all sweaty and disgusting that you can wash. Because you, you hardly ever wash your comforter. That's true. <laughs> That's unfortunately true. I don't know how I got a stomach bug a few days ago. Uh, yeah, because the comforter, that takes forever to dry anyway. So forget that. Right. So, but then I have just the comforter over the top sheet. And then once in a while, if I'm feeling fancy, I'll put a blanket at the end of the bed. So it looks like I live here. <laughs> how is it going in your new basement? Oh, it's great. It's so great, actually. How is it going interacting with the family? Like, do you have weekly dinners or how does that work? <laughs> Town hall meetings. <laughs> Actually, I appreciate it. They do this once a week and I've missed the past two because I'm the worst and I'm super busy. They actually do little family meetings because uh, his wife does a little home business here out of the house. So if she has clients come, they can okay. talk about if someone's going to be there. Because okay. I come in the back entrance, which goes right into her office. So I wouldn't okay. want to be walking home from work one day. <laughs> oh, hi, clients. <laughs> Can I offer da, you some tea? Da, da, da. <laughs> Do you have a top sheet? And then, <laughs> uh, so that's been really fun. That's actually cool. And then if I'm home and they're doing dinner, I'll join them, which is great. And if I'm busy or things are going on, so do a lot of evenings with youth ministry, then we'll catch How you How do soon. they know to make enough food? They bought like a whole cow or something, so which is awesome. It's the best beef ever. So you just tell them that you'll have a pot roast. <laughs> what do they just throw a pot roast in? <laughs> just, in case I'm... you grace them with your presence <laughs> that week. <laughs> Boy, this steak tastes better because of me. <laughs> no, actually, they're so nice. So okay, to put the whole situation together. So I live with my friends who are married, and they don't have any kids. They don't. No. Okay. I'm technically their kid at this point. Because they're probably more so mature the than family them. meetings are the husband, wife, and you. And his aunt and uncle. Because they moved in this past summer. <laughs> it's not okay. a commune. People keep asking that. It's not a commune. I do not live okay. in a holy religious order house, which there's nothing okay. bad without that. If but... they try to serve you grape Kool-Aid <laughs> with your pot roasts, <laughs> run. Just about, I'm not thirsty. Actually, actually, I'm good. I'm not thirsty. <laughs> not thirsty. I don't drink liquids. Uh, it's against <laughs> yeah, my, it's against my okay. principles. So it's not a commune. Okay, so it's a family meeting, husband, wife, aunt, uncle, and Adam. 
and <laughs> and, Adam, and their dog Tolly, and there are three cats. Okay, which is great. They they don't bug us much. So okay. super good dog. No, it. I got it made in the shade here because literally last weekend, his aunt uncle. She's a wonderful cook. His uh, his aunt and was like, "What would you like for dinner? If you're gonna be around, we'll we'll make something. We'll have a little family dinner." So I was like, "T bone steaks was an option." And I was like, "Let's do T bone steaks." They said that sounds great. Are you sure that they offered that? To- you didn't just bring that up, right? You didn't <laughs> yeah, right. I could make a casserole or chicken. <laughs> uh, T-bone steaks that I hear going once, going twice, T-bone. Oh, my gosh. Well, there's a whole cow in the fridge or the freezer, not the fridge. That would be, we'd, all, we'd all be sick at that point. But, yeah, they bought this, like, three quarters of a cow. So, you know. The Man, I bought a quarter of a cow. And I learned that I need to learn how to do more things than just use ground beef. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? When I run out of that cow, it's and then I have to get the ground beef from the grocery store. It's like not the same at all. No, even the color is different. If we're being honest, I noticed with my cow that you don't have to drain <laughs> off the fat of the ground beef. Oh, is that a thing with regular ground beef or non-farm? Yes. So fat, so fatty. But then with this stuff, it's just like it's so good. So I never good. knew that. It's really yeah. wild when you hear about the whole process of how meat gets I to your table. I started on ordering chicken from heirloom chickens too. From heirloom, from heirloom, <laughs> or something. Oh, heritage, not heirloom. Oh, no, it's like not heirloom. heirloom. Like uh, tomato. Mm, um, who wants seventy-year-old chicken? <laughs> heritage breeds chickens or something. I don't know. Like they're true free range. I think these chickens have like names and everything. Like I think they're pets. <laughs> Because they are good. This was little Eric and then They were happy. Oh my word. I have the funniest story actually that you reminded me of about I went to the farmer's market this past Saturday for the first time in forever. The indoor in one? Yes. Which is awesome. I didn't even know they did that. I'm waiting here for spring to come. You don't listen to my show. I talk about it for the mom tip sponsorship every day at 320. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'll have to start. <laughs> busy at that time. Yeah, that's right. I'm a little busy picking what meat we're going to get cooked up tonight. So <laughs> a little busy. So I went to this farmer's market and I picked up chicken for a friend of mine who their kid was supposed to do it and they forgot and they were out of town and they know their options. So they were like, hey, could you pick up this chicken for me? I said, sure, no problem. And they're like, okay, cool. They might think you're my son because <laughs> they always call by the wrong name and all that. So I go up and <laughs> going to the farmer's market, trying to figure out where I'm going, get there to the table. And they're like, hi, are you so-and-so for so-and-so? And I was so tired that day. I was like, yep. yep. I'm whoever I'm at this point, whoever you need me to be. Just give me the frozen chicken and no one gets hurt. We'll be good to go at that point. But it's true. I've heard there's a huge difference between frozen chicken and uh, store chicken. I, how much money do you want to spend per month on chicken? (laughs) I'm going to send you a link to Cook's Venture Chicken and you can order a box. Chris, you don't even have your own refrigerator, do you, at this point? I do, actually. But the freezer is filled up with cow at the moment. So I don't know if I'd have any room for anything frozen. But if it's refrigerated chicken, then I guess that that, I have room for that. You probably order, like I order. A month's worth of chicken. So they do sell it at Meyer, but I just like to order it straight from the source. It's called Cook's Venture Chicken. And Cook's these are like, if you Google it, Cook's Venture, if you Google it, it's like the best chicken. And really? so I ordered it for a while. And then th- that was all the chicken that I ate. And then I went, um, I ran out of it. 
<laughs> and then I went back to like Tyson chicken. <laughs> First little... of all, those chicken breasts are four times fatter than the Cook's Venture ones. Oh, like yeah. they're just so jacked with so much crap. <laughs> right. Chicken like steroids. Arnold Schwarzenegger chickens. <laughs> you know? <laughs> chicken casserole. Yeah. Um, I will check out that website then because if I got like two weeks worth, I could I could gobble that up. Yeah, I think you could buy like a smaller box worth. It's it's honestly it's gonna be the best chicken of your life. Because I'm already <clears throat> already paying like five to ten bucks a pack for six of thighs or chicken breasts. So if it's like that already, I might as well just go all hey, the way and get. Do you like chicken thighs? I love chicken thighs. Okay, I have some chicken thighs for you. I <laughs> tried to like chicken thighs. If you're if you're in in my town, send me a text. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Send I have you. chicken for you. I'm chicken for you. <laughs> you, you Come over and get your chicken. <laughs> you're down, if you're downtown, just say, hey, I'm I'm by. I'm go in my freezer and take the thighs. <laughs> get them out of my life. Is it is it because they're darker meat or is it I don't know. I don't like don't I don't like them. And and they say, oh, they're so much more flavorful and they're like a cheaper yeah. thing and whatever. Anyway, I don't like them. I just don't. They're even they're tender too. A lot more tender than breasts. Breasts are too dry. You can you can have you can have my frozen <laughs> cooked venture chicken thighs. Mm -mm. It's not for you. You're not having it at that. You're point. gonna have to scooch over the pot roast though in the freezer and make some room. Let's <laughs> um. get these T-bone steaks out of the way. Yes, <laughs> man. For a few days ago. Yeah. It's amazing. They yeah. are awesome cooks and bakers here. And I'm not just saying that because they're listening at the moment. Well, maybe you should give them the chicken thighs and see what <laughs> kind of magic they can create. They're so magical with their food. They could turn chicken into T-bone steak. It's that good. So you're feeling mm -hmm. like you have a bit of a family environment going there. It is. You feel it's, you're not like all alone in a cold, dark apartment. <laughs> <laughs> wasting no. your life away playing video games staring at a wall we should have chat gpt write you a profile oh, description for online dating and see what it says <laughs> the robot would just come on and be like n-a uh, pass <laughs> it's a pass it's a pass just like adam does it's a pass <laughs> <laughs> If you want more of the Mom Millennial podcast, well, then subscribe. That way you'll get new episodes every Friday without having to do the work, and that's totally our jam.